0: Welcome to Picture It Podcast. I'm Brooke. And I'm Cindy. (laughs) This is a podcast devoted to the 1980s classic, The Golden Girls. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. My. of winters are warm and divine Miami Miami you've got style blue sky sunshine white sand by the mile there's ball clubs and night clubs all within reach dance the samba till morning Beach. Each view is a postcard Each day a great time right The cream of the crop It's the top of the line Miami, Miami you got style Blue sky, sunshine was and by the mile Miami you got style Welcome and This episode is going to be The Truth Will Out, and I don't know why I decided to do sort of a radio kind of sound. Um, Anyway, it aired on January 18th, 1986, and I'm going to try not to do something different next time because (laughs) I totally messed it up. (laughs)
1: You know, spontaneous podcasting.
0: Doesn't work well for me.
1: (laughs) Rose is apprehensive about a visit from her daughter and granddaughter. Since the reason for coming is to settle Rose's late husband's will. Well, that's not true. It's Rose's will, isn't it?
0: Uh, yeah. I think because they're... Anyway. Yeah. Uh, we'll anyway. We'll talk about that in a minute.
1: Meanwhile, Blanche gets caught up in the tabloids of a society murder.
0: Dun, dun, dun. And I just had a thought. Okay. I, how my brain works. I was like, oh, we've got two Rose-centric episodes in a row. And then I'm like... What did they do about the dead body in the last one? Why did We forgot about it, and we didn't talk about it. Oh. oh well. I'm sure the coroner came and took it away and all that good stuff. I know, things. but jeez. I just wanted to know how that was
1: done. I know. <laughs> Come on, TV.
0: What's with these ridiculous <laughs> plot holes? <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so we open on the kitchen. Mm. Um, Rose has this, like... Uh, log looking thing in front of her like a cheese log or like one of those cakes that looks like a log or whatever. It's brown. And then Dorothy comes in and we find out that it's a honey brown sugar molasses Rice Krispie log. I think that's what it was. I yeah. tried to get all the words in. but All they... the
1: sugary syrupy things. And yeah.
0: yeah. And which made me laugh because I don't know if you can do it now but like back then you could say brand names and stuff and not have to Like, it wasn't, like, them giving you money or whatever. Like, no money was exchanged. But, like, if you showed, like, their logo, it was kind of thing, I think. And then nowadays, whenever you see that kind of stuff, or usually, I don't even think you hear, like, I don't think anybody would say, oh, yeah, that's a Coke. Unless you saw the actual Coke can and money was exchanged. Yeah. Nowadays. Because
1: just straight up product placement.
0: Because back then, they used to do it all, they'd say stuff all the time.
1: I want to know, okay, I know it's not Golden Girls, how did they do the show Mad Men? Like, did they have a shit ton of product placements, or did they get, like, licensing to be able to name all these brands, and, because
0: it was, I don't know, I'm sure we could look that up and figure it out.
1: of actual, like, brands that they talked about, and that was a show recent, you know, past five years.
0: Were some of them defunct brands that were only around in the '60s when they did uh, the some show of was them placed. Were
1: but most of them were like they had like Vicks and Campbell's and lots of like cars and. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to look that up. Yeah, but you can definitely kind of see a, a difference. In like cigarettes, and yeah. you can see like a difference like through the Golden Girls, and maybe it was just that they were cheap because someone might have a can in their hand and say it's Coke, but it's obviously something else, right. you know. Um. So, I don't know. We we can look that up. Yeah. Later. And if you want to know, listeners, (laughs) look it up. (laughs) I just, sorry. I know Uh,
1: that's not related to anything, but.
0: Anyway, so, Rose offers some of this log to Dorothy, and Dorothy's like, oh, a snack you can panel your den with.
1: I mean, it's a very pretty
0: log. Yeah, and, um, like, if it's all that sticky stuff, it's like, how does she get it to, like, Stay formed like that. Mm, It's
1: the Rice Krispies
0: in it. It seems like it would have to have an awful lot. Like, it would be like... It wouldn't have as much of that stuff in it as you think. She said... Because it's like making um, uh, Rice Krispie treats. Like, with the marshmallow. But it's all that stuff instead of marshmallow cream or marshmallows.
1: What she said... So it would have to
0: be enough that it's a little bit less than the amount of marshmallows that you would use. Because you would want to be able to form it and it to stay. Because, like... I've known some people who make them who don't quite, quite put enough stuff in it, or they don't put butter in it or something, and they always end up, like, hard as a rock. Oh, it's got to have butter.
1: That they always end, like, so hard as a rock. And then
0: some people put too much stuff in it, and then they're, like, super gooey, and they stretch out everywhere, and they stick to everything. Oh, but those are good, too. <laughs> I mean, they all taste good. I just don't want to, I don't really want to go. <laughs> yeah. Kind of crunchy. Yeah, because yeah. those things are razor sharp when they're hard. <laughs> Honestly. Anyway. Um. But, yeah, like, it's formed into, like, this perfect, like, log shape. And it's probably really just styrofoam, but you know, I'm thinking if the real logistics of this, and I wish I made one for the Golden Girls party I had a few years ago, because that would have been hilarious, and no one would have gotten it. No one. It would have been
1: pretty obscure. Season one kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, Some of the people who came Mm -hmm. hadn't really even seen the show, because they just came because it was our birthday party. Oh, well... Birthday
1: party. (laughs) Yeah, birthday
0: party. Uh, We had cheesecake and lasagna. Nice. It was great. Um, Anyway, uh, (laughs) uh, Rose says that it was her kid's favorite snack when they were kids. You know, after school snack or whatever. And Dorothy goes, do your kids still have all their teeth? (laughs) And um, we find out that Rose's daughter Kirsten is coming and bringing her granddaughter. Bringing Rose's granddaughter, not Kirsten's granddaughter. It's Kirsten's daughter, just so you don't get confused. Um, and Dorothy wants to know what they're going to do, and, and Rose is like, well, we'll probably go to Sea World and Gator World and Parrot Village, and then and Dorothy goes, what? <laughs> the Parrots don't get a world? This is not This is outrageous! <laughs> it's great. It was Cause It was ridiculous, and you know, and and Rose is like, oh, you know, kind of thing.
1: Uh,
0: anyway, I didn't realize they had a SeaWorld in Miami. They have one in Orlando, and maybe they just said SeaWorld because, oh, Florida. Yeah. And none of them had ever been to Florida. How
1: far is Miami from Florida? I
0: mean, from <laughs> uh, Orlando, it's not far at all from Florida, but it's very far from Orlando. Okay, I don't know the geography. Miami is at the little is at the tip of the bottom, like down there at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Maybe not at the tip, but it's near the bottom. And just then- the tip, <laughs> right? Sorry, <laughs> I was trying not to go there. <laughs> I went and there, and then like like if you go to like Panama City and those kind of things, they're on the Panhandle. And then, like, is across from the Panhandle. And then you come down and sort of in the middle is Orlando and stuff. Oh, like, Orlando okay. is, like, in the middle of the wide part on the, you know, like, the part that comes down, like, in the middle of its area. It's yeah. in the middle of that. Because there's, like, some beach on one side and some beach on the other side and all that swampland in the middle that they built oh, Orlando into. Okay. <laughs> because of Walt Disney, basically. Okay. Um, Kissimmee, I guess, is technically where where that is. Yes. Disneyland. Um. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's probably several hours, I'd say. Yeah, that'd be a, what a, what a it, I say it's farther than, like, us driving to Tennessee, and we're three hours away from Tennessee. I say yeah. it's probably, like, four hours. Oh,
1: probably, yeah. I um,
0: but I don't know, because it's a long, stretched-out state, you know? I wish we had a map of it right now, but we don't, and... We're too lazy to look it up on the internet to give you a very accurate thing. And if anybody out there is from Florida or has driven from Miami to Orlando or Orlando to Miami, uh, just let us know how far it is. Yeah.
1: How long does it take? And if we're wrong, we're really
0: sorry. We apologize for being
1: ignorant.
0: (laughs) But also, we're not sorry because we're not from there. Um, Although Heather used to live in Miami and they used to drive, they'd drive back and forth sometimes because that's where her husband went to graduate school you guys don't need to know that but um <laughs> anyway sea world any gator way, all of these things and we went to some gator thing something like that whenever we were in orlando so i'm thinking like all of these things sound like things are in orlando to me
1: maybe they're just planning a little day trip anyway
0: maybe whatever um apparently they're not gonna get to do it because they're just having a bad time um <laughs> Anyway, so Blanche comes in and she's like got the newspaper in her hand and she's all like, Look at this guy, doesn't he just look guilty? And they're like, What? She's like this Duncan Osgood trial you know, and so here's the first of many, many times we hear her talk about it. It's like Blanche gets a hold of something and she's like She gets obsessed a dog yeah. with a bone, you oh, know. Yeah. She's like she's just gotta keep going at it and it's really hilarious. It is funny. Um Like her going, I'm devastated. Just (sighs) devastated. Like everything. She's got to say it like six times. Um, Anyway, so (laughs) the Duncan Odds good trial. Uh, She said that his wife was found at the bottom of their lake clutching his dicky or something. So obviously he is clearly guilty. Yeah, so he's clearly guilty. And then I started laughing because I was thinking about I saw this thing online where they were talking about fails of a Store and it had a picture of a dicky. And if you don't know what a dicky is, not like the pants that are dickies, but like it's like a fake collar to go under your shirt to look like you're wearing two shirts. And that, like, this I was telling her, telling Cindy about this, that it was like, Oh, this is a fail because it's some sort of shirt, you know, like with quotes. And I'm like, you're not supposed to wear it like a regular shirt without anything over it. Okay. It's not even like you're supposed to put something under it. You're supposed to put something over it. <laughs> and I had, and I was telling her how I had a bunch of them that were like turtlenecks when I was a kid. And I'd wear them under like my sweatshirts and stuff. I, in fact, remember I had one that had like holly berries and stuff on it for Christmas. Cool. That, no joke, I'd wear with like my sweatshirts with the puff paint on them. I was styling... I was six (laughs) you know totally styling anyway but you know like different colors or whatever and like I had a white one and I'd wear it under my blue sweatshirt to my catholic school you know or whatever When it was cold but not so cold that I had to wear two layers because I would get too hot in class um so there adorable yeah I'd like to see pictures well you wouldn't know unless I told you that it wasn't a real turtleneck I know but now that I know, now that you know, okay. Well, <laughs> if I can find any, I'll I'll let you see him if I can find any. Um, <laughs> oh, hilarious! Uh, anyway, Sophia comes in. She's got a uh, a blood pressure cuff on That's her right. arm, and she's like, and. I don't remember what she says She's like, it is. I'm like a ticking time yeah. bomb. I can Shh. explode at any minute. She's like it's like 200 over 400 or something and yeah, I don't know
1: something ridiculous. I number. don't
0: know what it's supposed to be. Like yeah. it's supposed to be something, you know, something over 80 or something 80. I think is normal. I don't know. Yeah. I, I really don't know because I don't have that done very often. I know. I've had my blood pressure taken and I've
1: had doctors tell me what it is and I'm like That doesn't mean anything to me, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like, is that good? Is that bad? Is it high? Is it low? Yeah, I think, you know.
0: Anyway, but it was funny, and it turns out, we find out that she's getting moved out of her room so that uh, Rose's daughter and granddaughter can stay in Rose's room, and Rose can stay in Sophia's room.
1: This doesn't make any sense to me at all. Because
0: Sophia and Dorothy are mother and daughter, so they are obviously going to be having to share the room. But Listen, instead uh and but Rose We've Rose, seen Rose's
1: room. Rose, she's got full
0: living. She could room have furniture like a in cot there. in there and it would be no big deal.
1: Little granddaughter can sleep on the couch in there right
0: um, <laughs> and rose and kirsten can share the giant king-size bed that rose it has. wasn't a king-size bed but that it that, was huge she's just confused because the time she saw it was when the little guy was on there i'm sorry i made a midget joke i didn't mean it sorry oh i'm small i didn't mean it Okay. Um like I've he shared the king size pillow. Um I, yeah, I like immediately felt bad like going for the midget joke. I'm sorry. How was that a midget joke? Because I said you saw it with the little guy on the bed cuz they thought cuz he was sitting there talking to her. Was he ever on the bed? Yeah. When she's still sitting on the bed in her wedding dress and he comes up in the dream.
1: <sighs> oh, I just thought it was a bigger bed. Cuz I remember looking at Dorothy's bed. I'm like that's a small
0: yeah, I think Dorothy's Dorothy's bed looks like a full size bed, yeah. but yeah, I think Roses is, Roses at least is probably a queen. a queen size bed, yeah. Anyway. Uh and did you know that in some countries the king size bed is smaller than the queen size bed? Damn right. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was exciting. Mm-hmm. The things I learned from uh uh House Centers International <laughs> Which I'm not gonna do a podcast on. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: God, we could talk about the tiniest little details.
0: The size of their beds. Anyway. Okay, so, yes. So she's just trying to get out of having to move out of her room. Um, I'm sure that the thing was that they were, that, you know, they're like, I'm sure Dorothy said, Ma can sleep with me and they can use Ma's room. Mm -hmm. And then Rose is probably like, no, they're my family. They can sleep in my room. I'll inconvenience Inconvenience, Sophia, by sleeping in her. Now room. we're going into hypotheticals. Yeah, it's weird. It's like <laughs> trying to figure but out why they, wanna, wanna yeah, yeah. why they would want Yeah, why they'd want to do that? It's silly, but I've been around people and they do that kind of crap. They're, anyway, <laughs> so you know, Dorothy's all like, "No, it's fine. You're sleeping with me, just whatever." And you know, Rose is like, "Oh, I'm, I just feel so much better having them here," and blah blah blah. And I, but I'm just really nervous. So then Blanche, with her, you know. Duncan Osgood trial brain, it's like, Oh, I wonder why she's nervous, you know, kind of thing and Sophia tells a story about how her cousin was nervous whenever her own daughter would come because she was a hitman for the mob. And apparently dated Frank Sinatra, and if you don't know who Frank Sinatra is, listen to his music first, then look him up, because you may not like him after you find out that he might be included with the mob, and he probably wasn't the greatest guy, because he was drinking a lot. Um, no, I, I don't know.
1: That. I've only ever just listened to his music.
0: But he is a really, I really like his voice, it's really smooth and nice, and you've Indeed. probably heard him sing Christmas songs if you don't if know who he is. If you've heard
1: Michael Buble,
0: <laughs> he's like, today's Frank Sinatra. Sort of. And well, he sang some of his songs. Yeah. <laughs> he did some, like, covers of some of his songs. Yeah. Too. yeah. Anyway, but he sang one about the ladies a tramp, and Sophia says that it was about her cousin's daughter, Teresa, and that it used to be, <laughs> that's Teresa's. why Teresa is a tramp, or something, and so that was kind of hilarious. Um <laughs> I love that her, it's like her cousin was a hitman for the mob, I love it. Anyway, <laughs> um so Rose says no I'm nervous about this will and here what I think it is okay so it's Charlie's will and then I think she's taking his will and then like gonna incorporate it into her own okay is why she's starting to talk about giving away her things too because we find out she wants something about a sapphire necklace or something right I just assumed
1: it was you know for Rose's will yeah
0: and I think just because now that he's dead first then she's gonna have to write one to like with what he left to go into and in then... Okay, so like a joint thing. Yeah, like whatever she got from him is going to have to go into hers, mm-hmm. kind of. But she's trying to figure out, go through it and figure it out before she, de- del- you know, divides stuff out to the kids and all that kind Right. Of I don't know why only Kirsten's there, because we also know that she's got a daughter named Bridget and a daughter named Ganilla. <laughs> we don't know that yet i, we, I don't I do think we that. know both of those but eventually we find out there are those two and bridget just show up ganella never shows up kirsten shows up again later and it's a different actress. and we know that she has more kids because she mm. has girls later anyway more than just but you don't ever see them i don't mm. think um charlie's the favorite then. so yes um anyway so she's worried about the will and then they're contemplating what's wrong as she leaves and like they're talking about Charlie and then Sophie's like who's Charlie and they're like that's Rose's granddaughter and they're like Charlie's a girl's name? Charlie's a bookie's name. <laughs> and then I realized that I've never had to write the word bookie until now and so I wasn't sure if it was spelled with an I E or an E Y or just a Y but we both spelled it with an I E so we're going to go with that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Any Microsoft Word says it's a word. Oh hey yes! <laughs> uh,
0: um and so then Sophia is you know, she was like so they're like, Oh, he she was named after Rose's husband. And Sophia goes, Was he a bookie? And they're like, No, he was an insurance salesman. And she says, Oh, it's an even bigger racket. <laughs> oh, I love it. Hilarious. Um And all I wrote was Sophia equals racket. <laughs> anyway, so Blanche, like, I guess Sophia may- exits then, and Blanche is all, like, looking at Dorothy, and she's like, can I ask you a, per- a question? You don't have to answer, you know, that kind of thing. And it's kind of like, is she going to ask her some super personal question? It's like, yeah. what's going on? And Dorothy goes, Blanche, I don't, I, of course I'll answer. We can't, I don't think we'll keep anything no. from each other, because you once caught me naked sneaking out of the kitchen with the Oreo in my mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, What? <laughs> hilarious oh Uh, man uh, what a visual i know it's like man that's just uh anyway like really really who does that i don't know people do that kind of crap i don't do that kind of thing anyway and it was hilarious roommates right and so then blanche is like you know i think rose has been acting really weird because of this will and that there's something going on and and dorothy's just like what what you know kind of like what are you talking about and you know she's got duncan osgood on the brain and feels like you know his wife switched him over like to be the sole you know the beneficiary beneficiary, yeah and big um, corporation and tippy tippy paxton osgood was her name because later she refers to it as the paxton osgood case which is confusing because then you think that she got the name wrong but she didn't um 'Cause I almost did and then I remembered the Tippy. You know. Um anyway, so, you know, it's like, Oh no, I think she's oh, what is she she's she's always like that kind of thing, you know? Like yeah. that's how they're going about it and I don't know. Well Blanche one, is hilarious. Blanche
1: said, Have you noticed uh, that yes, Rose is acting and peculiar, peculiar? Yes. And Dorothy says, Yes, Blanche, from the moment I met her <clears throat>
0: and she's like, No, I mean about the will. Exactly. Charlie's will or whatever. Um Anyway, I love how she keeps like everything. She keeps turning it into this like trial. Yeah, <laughs> like going back to that, and it's so hilarious. Oh yeah, um, I'd like to see Blanche. In was it nineteen ninety
1: five with the O. J. Simpson? Oh my gosh, yes. I want to see Blanche. Too bad in the this did not go that far. Man, she would have been a hot mess. It would have been great.
0: Ah. Uh. They would have had no one to help them at the museum because she would never have been there. She would have been her whole time watching TV. Yeah,
1: there's this show I watch. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen it? It's called, uh, is it Fresh Off the Boat? Oh, no, I haven't seen it, but oh, I've heard about it. It's so funny. It's on ABC. It's, and it's set in the, uh, the early It's in 90s, 1995. Right? Oh, the mid-90s. Nice. There's these two little grandmas who are just obsessed with the
0: O.J. Simpson trial. Hilarious hilarious no oh. i've heard a lot of good things about it I have to check oh it's it out. a
1: good show it's really funny
0: um <laughs> anyway you digress <laughs> i do um bring it back now. so the next day uh they're they're like oh where's Ro, you know or later that day where i don't know when it is i because they had been anyway see they're later I, that day or the next day. it doesn't yeah because i can't i didn't catch whenever it said that
1: Kirsten Not was long
0: coming, after but, the sugar log, right? Um, they're asking where Rose is, and it's like, oh, she went to go pick up Kirsten two hours ago at the airport, blah blah blah. And I'm like, that's a long time. What the heck? So that each uh, claim? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so, um, the door opens conveniently right after they ask about it. The door opens, and Rose comes in with Kirsten and Charlie, and. They introduce him and everything, and and uh, Charlie sits on the couch next to the other girls, and Rose is like, Charlie's going to go to astronaut camp. Can you believe it? My granddaughter wants to be an astronaut. <laughs> and Charlie says, actually, I would just want to meet boys who want to be astronauts. My favorite thing Blanche says, astronaut,
1: astronaut. No. No, she says, astronaut camp. There's a camp for astronauts. Is it close by? Yeah.
0: And then when... Yeah, and then whenever she says she wants to meet boys who want to be astronauts playing, she goes, Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. Um, and she and little Charlie, like I marked her down as L C for little Charlie. L C She is oh my god. Like she looks totally super kid eighties, I feel like. Oh yeah. Like, Like, yeah. Like totally. Oh, yeah. And it's hilarious. Um
1: felt like I was watching
0: Roseanne or something.
1: <laughs> she was probably little
0: Becky. <laughs> uh, this would have been before that.
1: <laughs> it would have been. Roseanne was that late nineties, early or no? No, the 90s? other
0: yeah. Like
1: maybe Maybe late 80s. 88, 89 maybe yeah. is when it started, I'd say. Where where Golden Girls is Brooke's favorite show. I grew up watching Roseanne. And <laughs> I watched it. But I love it.
0: But Golden Girls was my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, by far. Um, anyway, uh, still is. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they come in and, um, uh, Kirsten's like, why don't you give Blanche and Dorothy the gifts that we brought them? And she's got, cause... Like I had, like she walks in, she had walked in with like a paper bag and sat it down next to her and she gets out these like gift wrap things and then you realize it's like shaped shaped like the log and then Kirsten's like, it's a honey brown sugar molasses, maple molasses rice crispy log, whatever it is. Straight from Minnesota. Right. (laughs) But the greatest thing is, I don't, like, I, I don't understand because Kirsten... Talks like this. Oh, yes, Mother. Like, she'll say, Mother, why do you want to do that? You know, and I'm like... She's very pretty. What? I'm like, she doesn't sound like anybody from Minnesota. I mean, neither does Betty White. But, at least she sounds like a normal person. (laughs) Minnesota doesn't have that heavy of
1: an accent.
0: I mean, they're not as formal mm, as Kirsten speaks. Yeah, they're not. Like, I've had friends from there, and they kind of... You know, Minnesota, like, you have, like, the O's, like, that. Like there are certain... Minnesota. Kind of like, like, people from Chicago might talk normal, and then they have some little bits, you know, from around there. Yeah, you know, like, some of the vowels are different. And so I'm like, that's just wrong. (laughs) Because she's... Do your dialect
1: research. Because she didn't
0: stay, you know, because she didn't move there. But then later, when it's the other lady playing Kirsten, she lives in Florida. Anyway. Um... But she doesn't have an accent either. But she doesn't sound like she's trying to be a Shakespearean actress or something. She doesn't act like she's in like the Phantom Menace.
1: (laughs) It's only a matter of time before Star Wars came (laughs) up. I just feel like that's
0: how everybody talked to that movie.
1: You know, you're not wrong.
0: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, so, then, um, Sophia, was Sophia gonna show, like, take Charlie, because Kirsten and, no, that was when they ate. Okay, so, Charlie and Kirsten and, and Rose exit, they exit, because I didn't write who left then, I just, as they're walking out, um, you know, Blanche is like, oh, thank you for the nice gift oh, yeah. or whatever. And then she, and like, looks at Dorothy and she goes, what are you going to do with yours? <laughs> and Dorothy <laughs> says, it's a lug. I'm going to burn it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, anyway, so then that night at dinner, oh, whoa, they're out on the little night dinner and they're talking about how... Rose must have spent all day making this dinner. And I'm like, she spent two hours at the airport. (laughs) When did she? Maybe they got there in the morning. I don't know. Anyway. So, uh, oh, she spent all this time making this dinner. She's like, no, it's really easy. It's just some uh, some mashed some potatoes vegetables and vegetables and ground lamb. ground lamb in. And, you know, they call it shepherd's pie. And I'm like, hasn't everybody heard of shepherd's pie? Or yeah. is it just because I like, like, English stuff I've heard of? It. <laughs> you know? And it's like... Anyway, so... Uh, Sophia's like, I call it garbage. I, <laughs> I like where. Sophia. She's wonderful. Because um, she doesn't like the... English or the Irish. Oh, right. That's funny. <laughs> uh, but, of course, then. Um, or the Swedish. <laughs> in Rose's case. Oh, God. At least one. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, Rose has got to be like, yeah, it was Charlie's favorite and blah, blah, blah. And they're he all asked for around. it
1: at least once a Oh, week. yes.
0: And so then uh, Blanche goes, Blanche goes, I don't think, I don't think George ever asked for anything for me in the kitchen oh, wait, there was that one time on his birthday, or was it payday or something like yeah. that? She goes, I just remember a butcher block table was involved. <laughs> and there were things like, uh, Blanche. Blanche. <laughs> it, like, indicates little Charlie. Yeah. and Yeah, so then they change where the shots are, and then you yeah. see her, and you can see, like, the back of Charlie, and you see Blanche, and she's like, oh, and then, like, puts her hand on
1: her, or chin on her hand innocent. or whatever. And, um... Inappropriate. Dirty Oh, I wrote Christmas.
0: Maybe she said Christmas. Or, anyway. But it was funny because she said it was one thing. Or maybe payday. And I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Anyway, so... Uh, Kirsten and Rose exit to whatever. Go get dessert. Go get dessert. Check the wheel. All that kind of stuff. That's what they're sort of doing. Or, no. They decide to do that once they get to the kitchen. But we're not there yet. And because we find out that... Little Charlie doesn't like Brussels sprouts, so she didn't eat them and left them on her plate. And Sophia tells her to put them in her purse. Sophia says, I don't yeah. like Brussels sprouts either. Yeah. Here, put yours with mine. Yeah, and she whatever. opens her purse. Uh, and, and Cindy goes, now I know why she carries that purse everywhere. <laughs> I was like, good point. I mean, mystery solved. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the opposite of, here we go. I'm going to have another reference. Of a show that people should watch, if they haven't. On Agent Carter, Ah. they all sit down, like, she lives at a home, at a place for women, an apartment building for women, and they all have dinner, like, once a week or whatever, or every night or whatever. And one girl has made, like, special purses for them to take with them, so they could take food with them back to their rooms. To their rooms. So, so they don't have to buy more food. Genius. Very Um, clever. Anyway, so it's sort of the opposite of that, because, you know, Sophia's putting food in there she doesn't want, and the girls on there were putting in food they wanted <laughs>
1: exactly oh i bet sophia's carried around a bunch of snacks in her purse
0: oh yeah probably oh yeah hers probably didn't have a pocket for gravy <laughs> or pickles oh yes yes <laughs> exactly um
1: <laughs> go watch agent carter
0: it's really great um anyway so we then we cut to where kirsten and rose entered the kitchen and and she's like, "Oh, might as well show you the will now." Blah blah blah. And she walks over and pulls it out of the cookie jar. <laughs> and Kirsten's like, "You keep your will in a cookie jar?" Yeah. And she's like, "Well, every time I'd walk in the kitchen, you're, I caught your daddy in in there, and so now he always will be, or something like that." It was
1: really sweet.
0: Um, he always had his hand in the cookie jar. Now he always will.
1: Mom, now he always be, be in there. there. Yeah,
0: something like that. And so they like sit down and they're talking about it. You know, they're kind of talking about stuff, and then she's like, Oh, I thought you wouldn't, you'd rather have blah, blah, blah instead of my sapphire necklace. And I'm like, What are you going to do with it? Because apparently you only have one child here, and you haven't mentioned any other children. Why are you only showing one that will? Maybe she's the oldest? I don't know. So maybe she's going to give this necklace that she's not given to her kid to somebody else. So, that's also confusing, because we thought it was Charlie's will, but then we're thinking maybe it's hers, but it's, like, i that's where I get where she must be, like, combining things. Yeah. It must be a joint thing. Because, you know, why would she be talking about her necklace if it was just her husband's okay. only will? Um, but still, who's going to get that necklace? I want to know! I know. <laughs> I know.
1: If, if Kirsten's going to get the pearl earrings... Yeah. Is Bridget gonna get the necklace, right?
0: Ganilla, 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 Ganilla. Yeah, sounds like a cookie. It's what they said um, because there's one day where they're talking about when they um, conceived their children or whatever or something like that, basically. And one of them's name is Ganilla. That's great. Um. <laughs> that is awesome, Ganilla and Bridget and, and Bridget and Kirsten and Kirsten. Yeah, Kirsten. yeah. poor Ganilla. <laughs> Anyway, so Kirsten's all like, um, you know, I didn't understand why you were living with these other ladies when you could totally live independently on your own kind of thing. And she's like, but then I met them and now I understand you just want companionship or something like Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And, um... And then, you know, Rose hands her the will and she starts looking at it and she's like, wait a minute, what, this what, right. what, what's going on here? Yeah. numbers are wrong. She's like, excuse me? <laughs> and, and Rose is like, oh no, everything's fine. That's how it's supposed to be. And, you know, and blah, 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 necklace and all this stuff. And in the meantime, Dorothy and Blanche come in and make a joke about we thought you were making another log because <laughs> you were taking so long. And they keep talking and then kirsten and rose keep talking and we find out that rose is supposed to have way more money apparently to chris kirsten and she's like i can't believe you went through all this all of daddy's money that he worked his whole life for and you know rose kind of sits there for a second she goes i guess i just made bad investments some get rich quick schemes and it's like get rich quick schemes that's sophia's thing (laughs) i mean it's like okay and maybe bad investments because she's kind of dumb but you know we're even we're kind of like i don't know about that yeah and so kirsten storms out and she's she tells her she's ashamed of her and she storms out uh and of course dorothy and blanche are like we know you this is not we know you don't. you wouldn't make bad investments you wouldn't yeah and you've never done that she gets all defensive and says, Well, I guess you don't know me very well. And then storms out herself. Mm. And of course, they're like, Oh, I wonder what's wrong. And of course, of course, Blanche has to be like, Oh, and this reminds me of the Duncan Oz Good trial. <laughs> yeah. What? <gasps> what? Oh, <sighs> uh, anyway. And. Um. Then we cut to later that night and Rose is in her pajamas sitting at the kitchen table watching one of those tiny little TVs <laughs> with, like, a black and white screen if you've never seen one. Like, it's not tiny. It's not tiny by any means. The screen would be tiny. The screens the are only, like, four inches. And the whole thing is, like, this the size of two loaves of bread set together kind yeah. of thing. Um And I don't know why that came to mind as what size it would be, but that's kind of like the length and. (laughs) Because we now use bread as (gasps) units of measurement. Yes, so (laughs) no, but something that people would everybody would be familiar with. Um, Two loaves of Wonder Bread. Yeah, sure. Like sat next to each other. They don't even make Wonder Bread anymore. (laughs) Yes, they do. Do Yeah. Okay. They only have one kind of bread, though. Oh. They don't have like, eighteen million different types of Wonder Bread. No, I... I've discontinued. Okay. No, I still get it. It's just because there's only one little section. Oh. There's only, like, one of those little TV-sized places for it to go uh. instead of, like... Because, <laughs> you know, they don't have different types of slices or... And now TVs enriched. are a measurement <laughs> of... <pieces>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, no. So, she's sitting there watching this little TV, and then they're like, and... Now we'll say, do the national anthem, you know, or whatever. And Rose stands up. Yes, and she stands up and puts her hand on her heart. Which Brooke and I both just did, as if you could see it. Right. (laughs) Um, And it dawned on me that that doesn't really happen anymore. Now, you know, at at certain times of night, some stations (laughs) will go to, like, infomercials or, like, to other programming, like i don't know like the family channel used to go to like religious programming and i think they might Ooh. still uh but nowadays so many places have their own programming they'll just play it over and over and over and you can watch stuff all night yeah. i can watch cooking shows all night if i want you know i can stay up all night i can watch golden girls and then Frasier and then lucy or whatever they show after that and did i hit you or the couch sorry it was the couch <laughs> <laughs> i'm like flinging my hands around um, and I'd forgotten that there was a time when it went to a test pattern. Yeah, it was for like, years and years and years. That's it. Yeah. And then they'll come back at five a.m. And then they'll have the news and everything and other stuff on. And that that was even in my lifetime because I just forget about it because I was a little kid and I wasn't up that late. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out what time it was. It's probably, I say it was probably later on the weekends, but I don't know. Like, I remember staying up and watching Saturday Night Live, and I always thought that it was always come on at midnight, but it may have come on earlier than that. Mm-hmm. Well, it would have been 11, because I lived in Central Time. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but, and it always stayed on for like two hours, I think, when I was a kid. And now it's just like an hour and a half or something. Um, and then reruns on other stations are an hour, because they cut out stuff. Anyway, um, yeah, don't you love me talking about cutting out stuff? Um, (laughs) anyway, so, yeah, like, but I remember that, and that some stations you'd have to turn it, like, I vaguely remember, because it wasn't anything that I really watched, but, um, like, my mom said one night she was watching Donnie Carson, and she must have fallen asleep, because then she woke up, and then there was, like, nothing on, like that, basically, because she fell asleep on the couch or whatever. Hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah. Um, but it had that, you know, with the test pattern, that oh, noise, I mean, that and everything. Noise too? Yeah, I think it did the whole night. Oh, long. that would me nuts. Yeah. I guess people save electricity; you turn
1: your TVs off, right? You don't listen to this bullcrap,
0: right? That's probably before a lot of people had it. Like, would like to have the TV on to sleep because there are people like that, and that's a little annoying. I do it oh. when I'm sick, but not like, yeah,
1: not me. It has to be quiet.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. um anyway uh so she so rosa stayed in there you know full salute or whatever <laughs> and dorothy can yeah dorothy comes in and yeah. says at ease you know to her <laughs> yeah and shuts off the tv and turns off the tv yeah and she tells rose to go get some sleep and rose is like i you know i don't think i can and She's like, I can't even talk about it, and I just hate lying, and lie, you know, lying's bad, and all this stuff. And so then Blanche comes in, and she just, she says, I spent five minutes standing at your bathroom door telling you that everything was going to be all right between you and your daughter. And Rose keeps going on about lying, and so Blanche says. All right, it was three minutes, <laughs> but still, <laughs> which I think is really sweet
1: that we yeah. went looking for her to comfort her. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What good friends, man.
0: Um. So then Sophia comes in, and you know she hears Rose talking about lies, and she was like, uh, "Like then somebody said something about like little white lies or whatever." And so Sophia says, "A lie is a lie, and a and a lie is a sin, and a sin is you're gonna go to hell or whatever kind of yeah. thing." And so then is like, yeah, you know, Sophia, you know, y- yeah, you know, that's that's how I feel, and I feel bad, and that kind of thing, and she always feels terrible, and so Sophia's kind of like, I never lie, and Dorothy goes, mm-hmm. all right, Ma, so how much did you lose at the at the racetrack, and Sophia goes, none of your business, and that's the truth, <laughs> Oh, none of your business, and that's street. I love none it. Of your but business, I just wrote, Nunya is what I wrote for what Sophia said uh-huh. to her. But I remembered what she Nun-ya. said. Nunya. <laughs> I mean, I guess that would make quick writing. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, so Blanche decides to tell one of her best lies. She told her sister Virginia when they were kids that she that virginia was actually a gypsy that they had adopted or whatever That the gypsies they just left they had abandoned her and they picked they took her in or whatever yes they abandoned her on the doorstep so i guess there wasn't a formal adoption there was just a picking up the basket kind of thing um anyway so she tells her that the gypsies you know, she looked different, and she, had, she was just different from them, and she was a gypsy. And uh, she even tried to help her find a little old gypsy mama. <laughs> and all this stuff, oh, and I was like, land. that's so terrible. And then one of them asked her what she, what what happens when she told her the truth, and she was like, I never did. <laughs> I it. like, that's terrible. Oh, man, we used to try to convince my sister she was adopted.
1: <laughs> oh, she was heartbroken. She believed it for a long time.
0: I assume that's Lisa that you tried to, yeah. Yeah. Because she's got darker hair and she's a little more darker complected and everything than you guys are.
1: She's the Native American in the blood. Yeah, whereas,
0: yeah, you and your other sister are... We got all the German blood. Well, yeah, way more fairer than yeah. than she is.
1: <laughs> oh, we made so many terrible jokes at Lisa. My,
0: like, I, my, I wish I was
1: nicer to her growing
0: right up. Lisa, I love you. uncle, oh, Lord. My uncle, okay, so it's my mom, and then she's a year and a half older than her next brother, who's only a year older than the next brother. And so, like, her, her and her next brother were, like, two years apart in school, but then the she was like three years apart from the younger one and they would tell the younger one that he was like adopted because he had like jet black hair and like great big eyelashes and now his hair's gray but um (laughs) because the other two when they were born had like blonde hair when they were kids and my mom's turned red and my other uncle's turned kind of a sandy brown eventually but um but they all all had blonde hair i think when they were kids but it's like he's you know his went darker before everybody else was like mine did, and my cousin's all stayed blonde for a while, but anyway, it was just kind of funny, because everybody in our family had like blonde hair uh, when they were born, and it was kind of that sort of German thing, but somehow it wore off. Huh. <laughs> it wore off for most of us. <laughs> <laughs> Into dark hair. Um, except for my mom, with the red hair. Like, she's the only one in my family with red hair. Cool. Uh, my cousin dyes her red, but she's actually like super blonde. Cool. Um, without it. Uh, anyway, that doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, they used to, like, tell him he was adopted and stuff <laughs> just to be mean and... Hi. I don't know. There's no way that he could have believed it because he was already older by then when they were telling... You know, it was yeah. like, seven or eight by then. Oh, yeah. You know, and all the pictures of him when he was little, he looked just like the other... T- anyway. Oh. Whatever. They just like being mean. Um. <laughs> siblings are. I know. They're terrible. Um... It must have ruined his life. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, um, yeah, so, I don't know. Like, I had a stepbrother, so I couldn't do anything like that because we obviously weren't related anyway. Um, (laughs) uh, I love it. Her little old gypsy mama. I can't, sorry. Like, I can't even, like, read because it was hilarious. (sighs) And then, so Dorothy says that, the lie she told
1: <laughs> was, uh, she lied to her husband that he was good in bed.
0: <laughs> but she only had to tell him on his birthday. Oh. His birthday. Uh, oh, my Hilarious oh, and man. terrible. I'll never get tired of those jokes. So, um, uh, Rose is talking about, well, you know, I lied to Kirsten, you know. I wanted I didn't want her to know about Charlie, her husband. You know, she was like I didn't want her to know the truth about him and I'd rather her hate me and blah 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 all this stuff and um
1: she wanted her children to have a good
0: memory image of, their of their father, yeah. And um and instead, you know, instead of them not liking him. She'd rather... Because th- well, he, he was dead. She'd rather them not like her while she was alive.
1: Yeah. I'm like, how does
0: that make any sense? But... Oh, sweet Rose. Whatever. Anyway. um, But, you know, she's like, if I tell her the truth about the money, then she's gonna... You know, then I have, have to tell her the truth about Charlie, and I just don't think I can do that. And she runs off to bed. And, of course... um, Of course, they're like, oh, well, I okay what are you know what's going on what's happening and blanche's all like yeah we're friends we tell each other everything i can't believe she won't tell us and all this kind of thing and she's like um we don't have any secrets my life is an open book <laughs> and sophia goes your whole life is an open blouse <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty hilarious Aww. um she's not
1: wrong not in a bad way. that's
0: true um Anyway, um, then, oh, what, is it after that, that she goes and to Dorothy's room to talk to her? She ends up going to talk to Dorothy. I
1: have that, it cuts into Rose's room and little Charlie is, yeah, I do too, up.
0: somewhere I missed it, wherever,
1: oh, I didn't even write that down. I must have been really into this.
0: Isn't it that one? That's gotta be that one. Because she tells her... Because she goes... She goes Cause into Dorothy's room. Because it's yeah. at night. and she goes into Dorothy's room. No, that's... The net. Mm. Oh, no. That is later. Okay, mm-hmm. good. That's good. like the next time. It's after that. Okay. Yeah. So, the next day, uh, we're in Rose's room and uh, she's in there talking to Charlie and Charlie's playing dress up with her clothes, and it's really adorable. She's got on, like, these little lace gloves and this big, long sweater and Lots eight million necklaces. pearl necklaces and stuff, and it just reminds me of being a little kid and, like, playing with my grandmother's clothes mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, neither one of my grandmothers had pierced ears, so I could wear their earrings, too, so that was mm-hmm. awesome. nice. Um, <laughs> but, um Uh, actually, one of my outfits that I used to run around in when I was a kid was my aunt's prom dress. And I wish it was still around because it kind of had, like, the... Because, let's see, she would have gone to prom in, like, 68 or 69, like, in the very end of the 60s or the very beginning of the 70s. And so, it was, like, this blue sort of, like, uh... Oh, what is it called? Like see through fabric. I can't remember the names of things sometimes. Like
1: um, um like chiffonny
0: stuff. Yeah. And uh, you know, like over like another thing, but it had like gathering at the top and then it kind of was like out at the bottom, like straight out, kind of almost like fifties style. Yeah. Which and if it were like Maybe, like, 1970, that probably would have made sense, because some of that stuff would have kind of come back a little... Anyway, but my grandmother had cut it off because it was too long on me, because I was tiny. <laughs> um, but there were pic- She has pictures of me wearing it, because I would wear it around the house. Cute. Um, anyway, um, yeah, but it just brought a lot of good memories back, playing around. Aww. Um, anyway, and so then, uh, you know... Rose is asking her what she's doing, where she's going, and apparently Charlie's going off to see her boyfriend Robert, who looks like Bruce Springsteen mm. and lives in a castle. Uh, and she wants, you know, she wants to know if her outfit's okay for a castle and all that kind of stuff. And she's telling her, and so she, and so Rose is asking her what he's like, and Charlie says that he's like grandpa, and that's when Rose asks if he looks like him, and she says, no, he looks like Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. and I'm like. You <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um. Couldn't they pick someone better in the eighties? Honestly, know. Charlie, grow up. Yeah, I know uh, you're a child. But grow up. <laughs> I know you're a child. But grow up. Um. I'm trying to think, because like her character would have been about the same age as I was at the time. I guess. Oh, yeah. No, she would have been a little bit older because this was what eighty six. So mm-hmm. I was only like four. So she was probably like six or seven. Yeah. I guess. Um. Yeah, so, at the time, probably, (laughs) God, okay, this is embarrassing, I was gonna say, probably it would have been, like, one of the Transformers or something, because, you know, like, when you're, like, four, you can have a crush on a cartoon character, I mean... Adults do too, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Sometimes.
1: Have you ever seen Treasure Planet?
0: <laughs> Jim Hawkins, I tell you. No, I'm saying, but like, <laughs> you know, a cartoon character that's not a human. Um, anyway, so yeah, like I had to think about that. I'm like, what? would I have watched that that would have. Transformers been... is
1: the first thing that came to. Your yes.
0: Mind? Yes. <laughs> that's, <laughs>
1: awesome.
0: that's awesome. <laughs> Yes, like, I can't think of anything else. And then when I would have gone to kindergarten the next year, it would have been, like, this kid named Chad. This kid who grew named up Chad. Who grew up to have, like, a unibrow and kind of look like the missing link or something. <laughs> uh, wow. But he was an adorable little child. Aww. But then he, like... I don't know. Somewhere a sloping forehead and a unibrow came out and it was he was really hairy. It was bad. It a bullet there. Yeah, he was nice enough, I guess. Um he played football and stuff. Like he was like what you He'd would have to. He's like what you would see on like a spoofy kind of movie about teenagers. Like what they would look child. like. What he would be like as a football player.
1: Oh, poor unfortunate
0: child. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um I don't know some girls thought he was cute but I never ever did after that after we were six or whatever yeah (laughs) um anyway um yes so so she's talking to Charlie about Charlie um come to find out the only thing that Charlie knows about her grandfather is that he's very uh very very successful and very very rich or something like that yeah is that what he I know she says very, very She's rich. She's
1: rich, and he works hard. Yeah, he works
0: like very, very hard, and he's very, very rich. I know she said very, very something, and yeah. very, very rich. Um, And, you know, Rose is kind of like, ooh, well, that's... Yeah, like, why... Why are you making that? Like you could tell, it's like she's like worried. Like why they're making that like an important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Sophia comes in and is like, "You guys need to come on. The spaghetti's getting cold." And I'm like, "Oh, Sophia's oh, so making a spaghetti. Sweet. I love it. You're um, so sweet. Oh, I love it." And um, Rose says, "In a minute, we're we're doing a what does she say? Like we're doing a makeup lesson or tutorial oh, or what says, does she say?"
1: oh, I didn't even write that part down.
0: Uh, <laughs> she's like, we're having a makeup lesson. Less- yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And Sophia says, I hope the kid can help you. You wear more rouge than Miss Piggy.
0: <laughs> and I love it because now the Muppets are back. So yeah. that's like totally a... It makes me
1: happy. A reference
0: that comes back. Miss Piggy. Oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> anyway, so then um, later that night we cut to Dorothy's room. Uh, Dorothy is tossing and turning and Sophia has had enough she's just like, would you stop it? And she gets up and she's angry, you know, and she's like getting mad at Dorothy and then Rose shows up to talk to Dorothy and since she does, Sophia's like, I'm out of here. I'm going back to my own room. Yeah. You can deal with this. So, um, Rose is, you know, Rose is like, okay, fine. And so she gets in bed with Dorothy and she wants to talk to her and Dorothy's like, I don't want to talk. I'm exhausted. Leave me alone. Um, (laughs) basically. (laughs) And I'm like, why is she so exhausted?
1: Usually we know know? what's going
0: on in her life, but we don't know what's happened to Dorothy today, really. Anyway, so, whatever. Maybe Maybe. she ran a marathon. I don't know why she's exhausted. Busy day teaching. Yeah. um, Because she was up late uh, the night before. She was up, yeah, like, trying to get her to Rose to go to sleep the night before, whatever, I don't know. Yeah, oh yeah, that was a thing that happened. (laughs) That was a thing that happened. Same episode. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so Dorothy rolls over, and Rose starts talking, because she just can't hold it anymore, and she's like, Dorothy, you're sleeping with a liar, and Dorothy's like, "Uh, uh, that's okay, most people have slept with their liars, (laughs) (laughs) and so... You know, Rose is talking about how you tell one little white lie and then to keep up that lie you have to keep telling more lies and it just snowballs and then uh, uh, the cutest the cutest thing. Then it turns into a snowman of lies. <laughs>
1: a snowman of lies. Like Rose
0: would have a the cutest little visuals. Of lies. Um, I love it. Oh. I'm like, oh Rose. Oh, <laughs>
1: what anyway, world you live in. So
0: Dorothy's not responding and rose kind of looks at her and you know it looks like she's asleep so she keeps talking she's like you know she doesn't want she would much rather her daughter hate her instead of hating her husband Mm -hmm. because it's just a memory is all they have of him and that kind of thing and and you know and she says i will and she says i don't want her to you know she would rather i would rather her hate me than hate charlie and she goes Charlie the husband, not Charlie the granddaughter. <laughs> and she's just like, you know, I got to stop lying. You know, she's, she's like, I guess I just have to stop lying and blah, blah, blah. And she goes on and on and all this stuff. And she was like, Ann, you know, uh, you're a great friend. Thank you for listening to me, even if you're asleep. And I love you and blah, blah, blah. And then she rolls over. And then... It's quiet for a second. Yeah, and, and then all then. of a sudden... <laughs> She goes...
1: Dorothy says...
0: Thank God, I thought you'd never shut up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Rose just looks scandalized. Uh,
0: Anyway. But then she just rolls over and goes to bed. Yes. So the next day, uh, Blanche and Dorothy are talking about the trial again, because Blanche just can't get over it. Um, (laughs) Kirsten comes in from the airport. She's changed their reservations, because in 1986, you could just go to the airport and be like, Hey... I need to change these reservations, because if it were now and she was like, I just changed my reservations, she would also be bitching about how they had to charge her 500 more dollars or whatever, yeah. like some sort of change fee. But no, you know, it's the 80s. And she would have done it like, on an app on her phone. Yeah, right, exactly. She would have done it online. Like, she didn't even call. She went to the airport. How far do they live from the airport? She could have called, right? Didn't they? Wasn't that a thing Probably. in the 80s? I feel
1: like it was.
0: Anyway so that's just amusing to me that like she didn't even try to just call him
1: yeah
0: um and you know and they're like like oh well i wish you wouldn't go and rose comes in and she's like i really need to talk to you right now and kirsten's like i don't want to talk to you kind of thing um so they sit down and rose is like okay here's the deal your dad was ex- well, I was successful, and I kept telling you he was successful because I didn't want you to ha- think of anything bad of him. But he didn't have anything. He didn't have any money. He was terrible at keeping money. He wanted to help everyone. He gave it away. He got re- you know like he lost it. He was just terrible at that. But he was a nice, generous person. Like basically, that's yeah. the whole thing. It's like
1: who's successful. At life, what he lacked, like, yeah.
0: What he business. lacked in actual dollar value when he died he much way way made up for with being a good human being is basically what she wants her to know and it's like why couldn't she have just i don't understand why didn't she just like try to make that clear like yeah of course of course she felt bad because then she thought that they all thought that he was something that he wasn't anyway right and um you know (laughs) they're like, they're kind of like, okay, you know, why didn't you tell me this before, and she didn't want to hurt her, and all that kind of stuff, and so they resolve it, you know, and in, in a quick sitcom time, and yeah. Kirsten's like, well, why don't we go find Charlie and take her to lunch, and Rose mm. says, well, with the, a size, the size of our estate, I believe we can afford lunch, because when <laughs> Kirsten shows up, she kept calling it the estate, estate papers, estate or whatever. Papers. <laughs> um... So there's a whole, uh, you know. Ooh, yay! They're leaving. They're gonna go. They're they made up and Happy stuff, and, and 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 Blanche is talking about how things are good, and she's like, "What? Oh, the the the, 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 the trial, the the trial <laughs> in the newspaper turns out it was the. The butler devised this plan to frame the husband and made the maid do it or something. Yeah. And husband
1: was innocent all along, all along and this along, whole time Blanche was like yeah. he's guilty. Exactly.
0: And um you know, so then she's like, So I guess everything just works out kind of thing and you know, so all's well that ends well <laughs> and Dorothy goes. Dorothy goes. Uh, you're not the one at the bottom of the lake clutching a dicky, <laughs> and that's the end. And, and I just thought end. that was a great, like, that is a good end ending. line. It's like
1: the end. Well, that's that's
0: that's that. Yeah, I had to bring up the case one more time. It's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Pretty. Now you're gonna start singing the things. I... Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's let's go. You can give out the first award. We.
1: Have awarded the shoulder pads to little Charlie <laughs> before her date at the castle with the Bruce Springsteen. The Bruce Robert, yes, Robert, who looks <laughs> like Bruce Robert. Springsteen. We've decided little Charlie <clears> in her because... many long pearls and lacy gloves just stunning in this episode.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> there's Hope something
1: so. we also forgot to mention. Oh, yes, before. Uh before anybody shows before up before Kirsten and Little Charlie shows up, Blanche had gone shopping and she's showing Dorothy sequined socks yeah. that she bought
0: she's like oh i just got this brand new dress and this nighty and blah 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 and she goes and these sequined sequin socks is the only thing she pulls out and i became obsessed with those sequin socks immediately she wanted to know if i had sequined socks i, I was like I no i uh, no, <laughs> never seen them before. The i don't know i've never seen them just before made up
1: for this i'm gonna look it up later
0: i'd never seen them before um but who knows i wouldn't put it
1: beyond the fact that they might exist yeah. So we give an honorable mention of shoulder pads to the sequin socks.
0: Yes. <laughs> All right. So Zinger, uh, where Blanche says, "My life is an open book," and then Sophia says, "Your life is an open blouse," because <laughs> Sophia's always got some good ones. And uh, that one, that one. That was a good one. Was particularly sharp. <laughs> the timing was good.
1: <laughs> it was just funny. Good job, Sophia. Yes.
0: Congratulations! All right,
1: <laughs> and then our Saint Olaf Award goes. Whew, we had a tough time deciding it. Mm-hmm. We gave it to Blanche when she's talking about the lie about how her sister was left by the gypsies.
0: <laughs> uh, that she never she looked for the gypsy mama and never told her. Oh, it was never great. Never
1: told her it was a lie.
0: Great. Oh. Um. All right. So on cheesecakes, what do you want to cheesecakes?
1: Uh. Uh-uh. I'll give it a solid two.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've seen better episodes.
0: I know. I like... There's good parts mm. of this. Like, of course, my Gypsy Mama thing I love, yeah. but... I mean, we laughed a lot, but... I think... Maybe I'll do a two and a half.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I, nah, I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to keep, like, him hawing around about it. Yeah. Yeah. Just go with if it. If you have to think about it too hard, it's a two. Yeah. Mm all right so that'll uh that'll be that'll be that's it for for, yeah that's episode that's it for this episode uh join us next time for nice and easy so thank you for listening and thank you for being a friend (laughs)
1: Thank you for listening to Picture It Podcast. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash pictureitpod. And follow us on Twitter at pictureitpod. And check us out on Tumblr at pictureitpodcast.tumblr.com. Or send us an email to podcast at gmail.com.